How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me growth. That's hbs.me growth. You are Locked On Celtics, your daily Celtics podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm so hyped right now. Anything's possible. Oh, my mama. Oh, my mama made it, ma. Anything's possible. Rainy days. Jump shot, fade away. This the best Celtics podcast day to day. Especially when the season get hectic. I stay waiting on it like receiving a Nets pick. Nothing like the terrible analysts on the TV. So in depth you might even hear a story on Gigi. So in depth they might do an hour about the D-League. So in depth you probably should pay him, but it's a freebie. Yeah, John Corrales and J. King. Locked on trying to get the 18th ring. So you can miss me with the blah blah. No more Geno time, we watching Jay do the Zaza. Hey there, welcome to the Locked On Celtics Podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, a special edition of the show, me and Jay King in the same room at the same time, uh, and that room happens to be the media room at Madison Square Garden, the Celtics fresh off a 119-114 Christmas Day win. Jay, nice to be podcasting with you in person. I actually prefer not seeing you, but <laughs> but it's okay that I have to. We're sitting here right next to the podium where Jeff Hornacek does his talking. It's a beautiful room, man. That was a, I mean, Celtics played really good offense for most of the night. And then, geez, <laughs> things got a little dicey down the stretch. As they always seem to do, but the Celtics uh, got this, got the win. Uh, a couple of nice contributions off the bench. Gerald Green coming in early to give the team a little bit of energy. And these guys came out pretty flat. Yeah, and Gerald Gerald wanted to make sure that he shouted out his mother, who has a Christmas birthday, which was awesome. <laughs> he loves Christmas as much as anyone, man. And he, he really had a good game. With him coming into the lineup, Terry Rozier was out of the rotation, which was notable for two reasons. One, it was his first DMPCD of the year. Two, like three, I guess three reasons. Two, he hasn't shot the ball well for a long time. And three, I thought, which was most important, Brad Stevens said that he wanted to get Marcus Smart more post-up opportunities against point guards, which is a pretty big deal because Smart post-ups have gen- generally been beneficial to the Celtics. And when he has a guy like Derrick Rose or Brandon Jennings on him, it's it's really a mismatch. And teams have to send double teams, and he really picks you apart with his passing from down on the low block. Yeah, that's that's an interesting little development there, the Rozier thing especially as we've talked about on the show, where he was coming into the season and what was said about him. Smart in the post is kind of fun because he's just such a bully down there. Uh, and he passes well out of the post. He just passes well in general. Uh, but passing well out of the post, making plays. So that seems to be something that as we get into now 2017, the, the Celtics seem to be finding their way. And that way seems to not include Terry Rozier the way we thought it would. And that's, look, that's what Brad does. He spends a couple months kind of figuring things out. And then now he's found, at least when the team is healthy, that 
Rozier isn't ready, and the current team makeup is that Smart as your backup point guard is is better. And Smart, it showed. He had 15 points, 7 assists, 5 of 9 shooting, including the clutch catch-and-shoot corner 3. That's the one shot that he can make from behind the arc. <laughs> My favorite, though, was in the first half when he was posting up. I think it got poked away from him. He tracked it down to the three-point arc, and it was when the Celtics were hitting everything. And he just turned and fired, and it went in. That was like, like merry, merry bleeping Christmas. <laughs> uh, but yeah, smart. I mean, th- that shot was huge because you're up nine with three minutes left. Carmelo Anthony and Porzingis go wild, and they needed someone to step up. Horford kicked it out to Smart, and obviously the Knicks probably like uh, among all shots that you want. Marcus Smart three pointer is is up there for the Knicks. So for him to knock it down. Just a clutch shot and, and really a, a saving shot for the Celtics. All right. So, look, it's Christmas. We're not going to spend all day podcasting. Uh, you got to go home to your family. We're actually going to take the rest of this week off. So this is our Christmas gift to you, a podcast recorded on Christmas Day. We are taking the rest of the week off. We'll be back next week with a full slate of podcasts this is our christmas gift to ourselves a little bit of time off rest and relaxation and functioning like normal human beings for once yeah you know we'll we'll talk to you in 2017 that's always the worst joke ever like yeah. like yeah i'll see you next year guys <laughs> so, so so we'll see you next year you will not have to be annoyed by us every morning this week see you next year uh so here's what we're gonna do i'm gonna give you guys a little bit of sounds from uh the post game uh we got uh, marcus smart al horford gerald green i think i got a little bit of isaiah thomas in there but he that that happened so quick i kind of didn't get a chance to get much from him some brad stevens coach they made a run guys and make tough shots so that run isn't all that surprising I thought we missed a couple of opportunities on offense um, but um, you know I thought our guys really battled and then the response was great when they did tie it up Marcus hasn't shot the ball great from long range what's it say about him to have that confidence to still take that shot in the clutch you know, it's, it's the right play you make the right basketball plays you know as many times as you can and good things will happen I mean, and, and I trust him to make it from a team perspective, this is a just a great team. When six guys in double figures, five guys, fifteen or more points. What did you see about how the guys played as a as a cohesive unit today? No, nah, I mean I was I was really pleased. I just told them in there they, they've showed a lot of toughness over the last few weeks, but certainly the last we basically played three games in sixty hours and um, in three different cities. And our guys just you know there was never an excuse. We were just going to play as hard and as well as we could. Bench. Gerald turned the game around with his energy. Um, I thought that um, we were a little slow out of the gate in that first quarter, um, just to the ball and just the plays. And but then when Gerald came in and made a couple of you know the offensive rebound, obviously got everybody going, and then made a couple of shots. And you know that's what that's what you need your bench to do. And he did a great job. You made the decision to take Terry Rozier out of the rotation. I believe this was the first time. What went into that call? Yeah, that was today. So, you know, I think that we talked a little bit about it. Um, you know, the ability to post smart is helped. And um, when smart can post on ones, it's different than posting on wings. So it's just a, a one situation? Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we, we got to have our bench all has to uh, 
be ready to play and be ready to play well. You know, and and nobody deserved to play better today than Gerald. And everybody, you know, I think should be happy for him. And I thought he gave us a great lift. You talked a little bit about the toughness of the last 60 hours or whatever. You guys went five and one with six games and nine nights. How do you judge that kind of span? I mean, this is this has been a this has been a challenging schedule. It will continue to be. We play a good Memphis team in two days and then go to Cleveland. So just keep your foot on the gas. That's all you can do. So you always preach to pass up a good shot for a great shot, but when there's only a couple plays left in the game, you can't, you don't get a second chance. How hard is it for the guys to have the patience to work the shot clock? You have to make the right basketball play. You know, you have to. And uh, the right basketball play by Al Horford was to make that kick out, and I thought he did a really good job. Um, so, uh, you know, Marcus stepped up and made it, but you got to make the right basketball play as much as you can. We talked a little bit about that. Well, the Isaiah getting three stints is a little bit unique, but um, found it to be a good thing at the start of the fourth. Um, and then, you know, I thought today, again, you know, we had played a good number of minutes in Indiana and, and at home, you know, just 36 hours ago. And so we, we needed to make sure that we had enough, you know, gas in the tank at the end of the game. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks. Go you get the opportunity today and you've been there and you, you really made a bunch of plays and, and Brad just gave you quite a few compliments out there in the hallway. What's it mean you'd be able to contribute to this win? Oh man, it means a lot. Um, I know this is a big win for us. We're going on a nice little stretch right now. And I'm um, just trying to finish out this one. How are you able to keep yourself ready to step in and provide solid minutes during this moment when you haven't really played a ton lately? Um, you know, you just got to just try to get your extra work in. Um, it's, it's tough at times, uh, but uh, you just got to stay motivated. I think I give a lot of praise to, to the coaches and to the players, uh, keeping me ready, keeping me engaged at, uh, at all times. And Brad also talked about not just you, but the team. You, get, you guys made team plays and you made the right plays today. How important is that uh, when you're playing against such a quality team like the Nets? You got to. Um, you know, you always got to try to make the next play for your, for your teammates, um, make the next pass or be in the help, help position uh, to, to help your teammates, uh, you know, stop and uh, make the next stop. So I think today overall, man, we really had an a, a, a overall good game for us today. It was a big win, especially on Christmas. I know I love Christmas, man. I love, man. I think, uh, and uh, I want to definitely give my mom a shout out to us her birthday today. So, uh, I know it's it good. To, um, it's always uh, Christmas has always been a special day for me, not only because of my mom's birthday, but you now you get a couple gifts every now and then. So, <laughs> it's always been pretty good. You guys can be in the East. Everybody talks about the Cavs and the Raptors. Mm -hmm. You guys can maybe be in that discussion. I mean, I think I, I think that we can. I think that we can um, be that good. Um, I think we can even. I think I haven't even think we haven't tapped into all the way how good we can be. I think I think sometimes we tend to um, slide a little bit. But I just I mean I really just give this guys credit for you know we're a resilient group. You know we don't give up. Um, and we're just only getting better. We just tried to sustain the little run that they had in the in the, the, the last couple of minutes of the fourth, and we did a good job of just being calm and and um, getting out the win. 
Uh, real quick, just one question for you. Um, the team play that you guys displayed down the stretch and making the right plays, including your pass out to Marcus, what can you say about the way you guys performed as an overall unit? Uh, yeah, no, I was just proud of our group. You know, um, we had a, a, a rough stretch there where they tied the game up. Um, they could have gone either way. They had momentum at home. And, uh, and Isaiah found me, and, you know, I was able to make a move, and, and I just made the right play. You know, it's, you know, you make the right play, you make the game easy. Marcus hits a big shot, and, you know, that's it. Mm -hmm. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it was just the way that they were playing me. You know, they were closing out real hard, um, you know, and I was going to go shoot it, and that just created lanes for me. And then, you know, it was one of those things that I was either trying to finish or I'm trying to find my teammates, you know, out. And, uh, and that's how you want to play. You want to keep the defense guessing. On the pass of Marcus, how hard is it to have the patience that even though the clock is winding down, there's not many plays left in the game to really look for that pass instead of go for the shot? Yeah, well, I mean, I was going for the shot, and um, and it was just one of those things that I kind of like at the last second I saw him uh, there, and uh, you feel the defense out there sometimes, and it's just about making the, the right easy play. And, um, and I just, you know, hit him, and, you know, he hit a, a huge shot. How do you think this team on a national stage like Christmas game kind of showed that you guys are capable of doing it? Especially everybody in the East always talks about Cavs, Raptors. Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, we have a ways to go as a group. Um, you know, uh, uh, we up 10 there with a couple minutes to go, blow the lead, and there's some things that we need to work on. But we have a chance if we keep playing the right way, keep growing as a group at the end of the year to to be in that talk. But right now, you know, we're, we're not there yet. How long do you think with you coming on board will it take for this team to really be on all cylinders? You know, we'll see. You know, I, I think we're going to, you know, we're going to keep learning. I can definitely be better uh, as a player and I'm um, and we can all improve as a group, but uh, but I think that we're coming along definitely from the first game of the year till now. We, we've come a long ways as a group. We're still very much learning about each other. Um, yeah, I think so. You know, making sure that we keep communicating with each other, uh, we keep you know, uh, especially on defense. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, you know, we have some mishaps today, and um, and I think the more we communicate on the defensive end, the you know, the better we'll be. Stitches or cut? Probably one stitch, but nothing major. There's a lot of blood, though. <laughs> You're a bleeder? Not really, but, but so that just show you how hard I got hit. But most people probably say it's a flop, so. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, we saw the replay. It definitely was off. You definitely hit him in, your, in, in his elbow in your face. I, mean, I definitely caught him. Did you get a stitch already, or are you trying to get him? No, uh, I think I'm going to get him when I get back. What was this like tonight? You guys get the turkey more and it appears like you might have had a bit of a lull and they come back and you picked it back up. I was big. You know, we played a really good team. You know, we took we took shots from them all night and they were on runs. Um, <clears throat> and we knew coming into this game it was going to be that type of game, especially emotionally. You know, they had the crowd behind them on a, a very special day. And, you know, this team just did a really good job of making sure, you know, when they punched us, we punched right back. Brad said that having a point guard on you helps you out in the post. What, what does that change for you when you have a smaller guy rather than a wing? Uh, it changes uh, tremendously just because you know, uh, my size creates matchup problems for them and they have to bring help off of one of our best shooters and now I'm finding people and making plays. When you were uh, posting up on the rows, were you going into those plays looking to kind of back them down to pass out of it or are you just kind of feeling them out, letting the play develop? And just letting the play develop. You know, When I post up, it's to, to score. 
But at the same time, you know, I'm a point guard, so I know when, you know, I've been killing them all day in the post, and my size, like I said, creates problems. So I know they're going to bring help, and, and when they do, I got to be able to find that command. I don't know if you answered something about this, but the elbow you took, are you going to need stitches or anything like that? Uh, Probably a stitch or two, uh, nothing major. Marcus, uh, yeah, how great was it to see Harold come off the bench and give you guys a spark there? Oh, man, we needed that. You know, he was he was one of the reasons why our energy picked up. You know, he's been talking to us on the bench all day, all, every day, every game. He's been consistent with that. And then for him to come in and, and, and create the energy we needed was big for us and for him. Did you think you were going to have enough time to get that shot off with the ball moving around as much as it did? Definitely. I definitely thought I did. Uh, like I said, Al just made a great play, you know. You know, the post-up play was for Al. And he, like I said, he, he he brought help and he made the right play by kicking it out. With such on a big thing, like today, the first Christmas game, what do you think you guys showed people who haven't seen you play as much this year that, that Celtics? That we can play, you know, on a, on a bigger scale, on the national level, you know. Um, and we're a team that, that is fun to watch, especially when we're playing like that. And I actually caught up with a fan who was here from Australia, his first ever Celtics game. He's here from Australia, and he made a special stop for, for this. All right, man, so you came all the way from... First of all, tell people who you are and how to find you on Twitter. Uh, my name's Alexi, at L-E-K-B-L-O-G, at Lekblog on uh, Twitter. I'm from Australia, if you can't tell, uh, from Melbourne, and I'm here at uh, watching Boston play on Christmas Day. It's awesome. So you made the trip here specifically for this game. Yeah, so I was in uh, America for three weeks, and then I specifically extended my trip for three weeks just so I could get to this game because I scored a ticket. So, Very nice. How many times have you been to Mary? Have you ever been to a Celtics game before? No, this is my first time. So I've been to a lot of other teams' games while I'm here, but this is the best game I've been to so far. All right, what do you think so far? Jay Crowder going crazy. Jay Crowder is keeping us in this game. Uh, not liking a lot of our possessions, but hey. Uh, we'll get there. It's Christmas. These guys are all probably hungover. Yeah. Are you hungover? I'm so hungover. I'm, is it? You have to. If you're an Australian, you're hungover, aren't you? You're hungover or you're drunk, basically. Yeah. Sure. Let's go with that. Let's live that up. Um, so cool. So you're a listener of the podcast. Yeah, I listen to it every day. The podcast goes up. I listen. Um, a lot of the time, it comes out in the middle of the night, but I'm I'm up and I listen. So yeah. Cool. 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 Um, of the three Rain and Jays, who's your favorite? Oh, you, of course, mate. You. That's right. That's right. Specifically put that question out there. Uh, very cool, man. So I appreciate you listening. Uh, anything, any messages you want to send out to the Celtics fans? Uh, just to all those Australians, all Celtics fans, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and we love you from Australia. This is awesome. I love, I, I keep saying it on all the podcasts, I love our international listeners. You guys in Australia are it's nuts for the Celtics. I love it. It's great. Hey, very cool to meet you, man. Uh, it's awesome. Thanks. And that's it. So we'll be back in a week. This is the Lockdown Celtics Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Yeah, Jay King and John Corrales, Lockdown Celtics, Millie. the new iPhone? Yeah, got it on T-Mobile. Fastest iPhone deserves America's fastest LTE network. 
Introducing the amazing iPhone 8. It's the best iPhone yet, now on America's best unlimited network. For a limited time, save up to $300 on the amazing iPhone 8 after 24 monthly bill credits. And now join T-Mobile's iPhone upgrade program for free. Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details.